flashes. Champions of the Mid-American Conference. Little trick play and a throw to Baker Mayfield to tie the game. Perry and grab by Linder. Throw to first. Unbelievable. Chubb will take this all the way. 92 yards. And the Ohio State Buckeyes are the first national champions of the playoff era. The Indians have won the American League pennant. It's over. It's over. Cleveland is a city of champions once again. The Cavaliers are NBA champions. I accepted it. Gladiator. And we are live from Franklin Hall in Ken, Ohio. This is Past the Mike Sports Talk. I'm your host, Enzo Orlando, along with our Browns insider for Black School Radio, Mason Lauer. Uh, Maddie Hayes is coming in at 6 o'clock, so stay tuned for her. But, of course, we always got to have in the, the best Browns beat reporter, Mason Lauer. I'm on two. <laughs> you, you there? I'm on the right mic. He's Welcome on the right in. mic. Victory Monday. Victory Fred, Monday. Yeah. It is so happy to be here. Browns win yesterday. One of the best games I've ever seen Buster play. It was extraordinary. I, I mean, it, it is surprising seeing you. This I haven't seen a big, bigger smile on you on a Browns victory than this. <laughs> it it might have had to do with uh, Odell Beckham Jr. not being on the team anymore. Yeah, well, the difference is just staggering. I mean, I, I admit, I admit, I've been skeptical. I've been the first one to call out the quarterback, but you know, oh, there's a right. game like that. All right, so next... I just got to get in those quick programming notes before we get into more Browns talk with Mason and I. So first, if you haven't followed us on Twitter yet, follow us at Pass underscore the, the underscore Mike. And on Instagram and Facebook at Pass the Mike Sports. So I'll keep with the show and things. Uh, there is going to be an announcement uh, coming out this week. I know I said it was going to come out after the show, but some issues came up. So we'll let you know now. Very huge guest coming on next Monday. Wow. And... If you want to call in and be on air doing the show to talk sports or anything else we discussed today, call this number, 330-672-7701 on the Orlando Baking Hotline. Orlando Baking Company, baking up the Cleveland area for over 100 years. And I just curse reminder, you cannot curse or swear when you call into the show. You'll be immediately dumped off the air and phone line per policy. And Darn it. Getting back to it, it is Victory Monday, folks. <laughs> what a Victory Monday in a couple weeks. It has been. Last victory was... Well, we didn't have a victory Friday because we don't have... Oh, yeah. There was Friday. a Thursday night game against Denver. But then before that... Was it the Vikings? I believe it was, yeah, the Vikings. The Vi- that was Vikings. That was an interesting long time game. Ago. But this was the biggest win for the Browns this season. And they did what they needed to do, which was really show up. And I was most impressed with our defense. My The defense, I... I was more worried about the defense the most just because of how bad they've been in the secondary. And you looked at that Bengals lineup with Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, you got Boyd, and you got T. Higgins. You're like, I don't know how our secondary do, but the minute Denzel Ward had that 99-yard pick six, you knew, all right, we're ready for this game. That was an incredible play. And the rest of the secondary also stepped up. Newsom had a great game. Uh, Delpit was around, but then John Johnson, Troy Hill, both you know, we were questioning their signings for a few games, and our, did we pay them too much? But they both had excellent games yesterday. Oh, they did, and, and it's so similar how this game was to the one at Cincinnati last year, 
Last year, Odell Beckham Jr. got hurt in the first play of the game, or the first first Browns session of the game. And yeah. then this year, we released Odell Beckham Jr., and we play our minds out. And it was just incredible. And now, like, last week I was saying Browns less than 50% chance to make the playoffs. Now I'm saying they have a good shot. I'll, I'll say more than 50% chance to make the playoffs. Yeah. I mean, Baltimore got that big win against the Vikings. Uh, we'll see what the Steelers do against the Bears. I mean, hopefully Justin Fields help us, helps us out in that game. The, the division will still be a dogfight. Yeah. Cincinnati's still going to be in there as yes. well. Burrow's a solid quarterback, but I think that you put yourself at 5-4. and four, You got Belichick coming up here this upcoming week, and he'll probably put a game plan together to try and stifle Mayfield, but, you know, you're getting Kareem Hunt back in the next two weeks, hopefully, maybe three weeks, who knows. Maybe he might be back against the Lions. Yeah. You can put yourself in a pretty good position going into the bye. Seven and four going into Baltimore is you can't ask for much better. Yeah, you can't. And Baltimore is going to be a tough game. I mean, next week against the Patriots, it's going to be a tough game. I mean, Belichick, you know, he's always ready and everything knows what's going on. I mean, this Patriots team is a pretty good Patriots team, much better than last year with uh, having Mac Jones at quarterback instead of Cam Noonan. Yeah, and it's at New England, and that's always a yeah, tough place New to England's play. Yeah, New England's tough place to play, even if there is no Tom Brady anymore. It's still tough to play there. Yeah. And, and the good thing is you don't have to deal with no dumb distraction like the last time the Browns were in New England. That's right. When was that? 2019? 2019 and after the game. Oh, the jet sweep interception. Now I remember. Jet sweep, it's I all know, coming back to me now. What? <laughs> When uh, Tom Brady got a gift from Odell Beckham Jr. Oh, the that's gold, that. With the golden cleat or the goat cleat, I don't know. Something. It was golden cleats, and it was another you know show, another Vegas-style act from Dropham Jr. <laughs> but, you know, it's, it's, it's gone. It's in the past now. They're moving on. I can't explain exactly why it didn't work out. It made a lot of sense because Jarvis Landry was here, and Mayfield and him were buddies, but... It's, For some reason, just didn't work out. I don't know. Can Mayfield not operate with a star receiver? I, like, can we I never get the, a star receiver? The, on this team? What I found out Friday on why it didn't work out: Odell Beckham Jr. was not listening to the playbook. Instead of running the correct route, he would run his own wherever he found the coverage or anything, and that's why he was not getting the catches he want and all the stats he want and everything. And in football. You gotta run the route, no matter if the coverage you like it or not, or if it's gonna work against you or not. I mean, that's what you gotta do. And Odell Beckham Jr. being the selfish guy he is, decides to just do what he wants, and that's why you did. That's why I think you did not see a good chemistry between both of them. But uh, I mean, yeah. if, if Odell did run the routes, you might have saw the chemistry we all wanted, but he didn't, and that's why Baker would get confused and you know get under pressure and would just you know, not look that confident throwing the football as he can, as he does now. Yeah, I, I, I think a lot of those number one receivers do that. They kind of freelance a little bit and try and find – I think it's on both of them. At the same time, Buster, you got to recognize if the guy is open downfield, you got to throw it to him, man. I yeah. mean, you, you can't use these excuses of, well, I'm throwing to a specific spot and he well, wasn't yeah, there. you got to see when the, the guy's wide open. Well, as the quarterback, you got to – you know, you study the playbook hard. And, and Baker it has been the – Hardest studying quarterback when it comes to looking at the playbook compared to all the other quarterbacks that the Browns had the past twenty years. Sure, you could tell. So, so Baker depends so much on those routes to like find the receiver he wants to throw to, and if it doesn't like that, it makes it hard. I mean, yeah, I mean Odell was open a couple times, but maybe he, he just wasn't running the right play. And as a fan, you can't really see that 
Because, you know, you don't have the playbook or anything. So. Exactly. I mean, the thing is, Donovan Peoples-Jones and Higgins and Harrison Bryant, all these guys don't have the star power to just run whatever route they want. So yes. I think you're onto something where that's the reason why they fit a little better with Mayfield is because he's just throwing to a spot, and it doesn't matter who's running the route. And at the same time, can we never get a star receiver? Can we I mean, never... Landry's a star receiver. You I can't guess. really count him out. I mean, he's... One of the most talented receivers in the league. Yeah. Definitely I mean, top 20. I guess we just have to have a bunch of nobodies at receiver for Baker to, I'm sorry, Buster to okay, have success. Okay, you're still calling him Buster. Oh, yeah, it's funny. I mean, yeah. yeah, <laughs> I, I, I totally get it. I totally get why you call him Breaking Buster. out the dust buster at his home progressive field. You mean uh, First Energy Stadium? Pro- oh, I'm sorry. You confused? <laughs> I mean, First Energy I Stadium. I mean, speaking of progressive field, the Indians uh, – script Indians is officially gone. I saw it and I'm like, wow, it's something something down. It's it's very you get a very eerie feeling, but yeah, Baker Mayfield is a progressive field that first energy stadium. Apparently Odell Beckham Jr. thought he lived at the stadium or something. (laughs) There was some meme report like that. I don't think that was an actual quote. I I don't think it was a meme, that's why I said it It wasn't an actual but the last one I actually saw it was on during right before the game yesterday. It was actually kind of funny. I, I don't exactly remember the scene or what was happening, but I actually kind of laughed at that, which is a change for me when it comes to the quarterback. I mean, I like those commercials. His Hulu ones are big no. cringeworthy, and what's the other one? Uh, well, he's got the one with Nissan, but that's the Heisman House. Yeah, those are okay. Those are on before the Saturday games. Yeah, those are okay. The Heisman House are always funny. It's weird you don't see uh, Joe Burrow in those, and he won the Heisman. <laughs> you see him and Kyler Murray a lot. Kyler Murray's a uh, superior athlete. And, you know, Baker doesn't have a lot of the physical skills. He's definitely not the tallest, but, you know, he has some intangibles and just got to keep working. Yesterday was the most complimentary football that the Browns played all season. Yes, and, and the thing with Baker Mayfield is we know he's not an elite quarterback. And Obviously. I think this Browns team, we really don't need an elite quarterback. We needed a good, good, a great quarterback, and that's what Baker Mayfield is. He'll get you the wins that you need to do. He'll... Run the plays that you need to. You know, he'll depend on the run. He'll depend on his linemen and his receivers more. He's not going to be a Patty Mahomes or Brady, Aaron Rodgers. I mean, Josh Allen, even though he did not have a good game against the Jaguars, Josh Allen. I feel like Mayfield can be like that, you know, gunslinger, whatever term yeah. you want to use, but I think you got to rein him in a little bit. You can't be tossing, you know, he's not Patrick Mahomes. You mentioned it. Um, but I've seen him make some throws. I mean,. It was his rookie year, yes, so you have to take may. that into account. But I think he has the potential. Again, I think you wasted a lot of time trying to make this OBJ thing work, and it was just never a fit from the start, and you kind of stunted his growth a little bit. If you had just continued on steadily from the progress he made in his rookie year, we might be talking a little bit differently about him. I mean, yes, and of course, you know, Mayfield, you know, coming up with a contract year uh, after next season, and, you know, that's on his mind, seeing Mahomes and Josh Allen and Lamar get those big contracts, which that's probably, it's been on his mind a lot, and that's why, you know, he was not listening to the doctors, really, when it said, like, your shoulder's banged up, and he's like, nah, I'm going in, I want to play, I mean, I think he is doing it for the team and also himself because that's what makes Baker such a great quarterback. He is a team player first and then himself. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like how it with it with it was with Odell. Sure, he was more me, me, me. And it sounds like some other guy uh, in Cleveland who was like that, who literally ran the whole team. I'm talking about you, LeBron James with the Cavaliers. And LeBron and was going off. On he was Twitter. going off, and then 
LeBron saying the free Odell, and I'm like, oh, look, LeBron gave an advice to someone to leave Cleveland. Oh, and, like, you haven't done that, like, twice already. Yeah, he doesn't know a lot about loyalty, um, something I value, but I think Le- it was a blessing in disguise. LeBron maybe had our best interest at heart. He might have, yeah. He, he I mean, you cannot deny, like, the, the correlation is obvious. Like, when you when he went out of the game last year, Mayfield started firing passes all over. The The week he is released, the same thing happens. The connection's obvious. I don't know why. I don't know how I don't know. I mean, it's like Baker and Odell, they actually did try to, like, have good chemistry. And, and it looks like they were doing it more off the field than on it. Like, they were hanging out yep. at places downtown in Cleveland or they were playing video games together or they would go on trips together, which is fine. I mean, I'm guessing they were good friends, Takes more but they're that, not though. like, it doesn't take, you know, just being your buddy, buddy. It might have to take a little bit more in football yeah. than just being your friends. I mean, actually, I think it, if you're best friends, it might work out not to your advantage because you're, you're a little bit forgiving as opposed to like when you're competing with one another and you bring out the best in each other. Yes. And they might have been too close off the field to make, sh- make that work on the field. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I know like him and Landry are best friends, but I in, in college, I'm pretty sure uh, Beckham and Landry would compete at each other in like each game. Like yep. who would get the most catches or – Did they win anything in like what – Ellis – During those years, I'd be fascinated. Ellis, what was the la- – Odell and Jarvis were drafted in 2014, so I'll look up the 2013 team. Yeah, they were both in the same year. I think was Ed Orange the coach on that team. It's fascinating because there's a point where you're they too went, good of friends where you can't produce. Their last year, they were ten, they were ten and three. They went to the Outback Bowl and won it. Uh, that's that's wonder, that's average in the world of college yeah. football, especially big program Who like was LSU. Oh, Les Les Miles was their head coach. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, where that program is a little on and off anyway. Yeah, they're and they, what four and four this year. Yes. Actually, they might be four or five. Yeah, they're not having a good. They lost to Alabama. Yeah. The uh, point is, is that they are good friends and they have good chemistry, but that's not always best for trying to produce. You know, your output on the field has got to be driven by competition, as opposed to you know being buddy buddies with yeah. each other. Yeah. So in the 2013 LSU team, uh, Landry and Beckham were the top two receivers on the team. Landry had. Uh, more catches and receiving yards than Beckham and touchdowns, too. Landry did? Yeah, Landry did. Yeah, see, that's the theory. I don't I don't buy into this whole thing of, well, he only made one catch. Beckham only made one catch in his career. He made a lot of great plays. Yes, yeah, so with the Giants, he did. You know, so that's an overreaction. But I do think Landry's a more consistent player. He stays healthy. Yeah, he, Beckham does li- not. Yeah, Beckham does not. And Landry... This was the first time he was ever injured. That was this season. He he's gone out in yeah. injury so many times. But that game against the Texans, he got a very bad one, and it sucked not having him in. And then we got him in, and you know, wasn't working out good because with the Beckham situation. And now it, he did he did lead the te- the Browns in receiving uh, receptions, but then lead the teams in yards. Yeah, Beckham. But they didn't the even flashed. throw the ball that much. It was just mostly all Nick Chubb, which is pretty much what our offense. Is is just mostly running than throwing in, play which action, works man. so well for Baker Mayfield and those play actions. I mean, Chubb had 137 yards, two touchdowns. I mean, Dearness Johnson, I mean, he had eight carries for 16 yards, but 
he, he's done a pretty solid job as being the number two back. And when he had to go in against the Broncos, Yerners had a, he did his job really well. Yeah, you miss Kareem Hunt in the red zone. He's great in the red it's zone because he's got that. He's a little more athletic than flexible than Chubb is, so he's he great is. around the goal line. Yeah, he is. Um, and obviously on third down because he's a better receiver than Chubb as well. Yeah, he is. Yeah. He is a good uh, flex fantasy pay- player, Kareem Hunt. Sure. Because he gets receiving and uh, rushing yards. And, gets, he, and he's, he gets more touchdowns than Chubb in some games. Yeah, he's, he's the X factor of the offense. If you have him, then your offense just goes to the moon. I'm just glad that be- that drop him's out of here. I can't believe it, it's just like Johnny Foosball. Oh, Johnny yeah. Foosball, so many people <laughs> falling for that trick. Dude, did you uh, see uh, apparently Manziel posted a picture of him and Odell after draft night with Mike Evans, and he's like, I wish you luck, brother. I'm like, oh, my gosh, look at those two. What is that guy doing um, now? <laughs> apparently, Johnny Football is now Johnny Golf. Plays golf for some reason. I, I don't know. I mean, he's Ozzie 130 pounds. I don't, he still looks – he's just got more tattoos and stuff. Probably the I mean, same I wish guy him well. I know he had a serious, you know, or he may still be having a serious, you know, addiction issues. And yes. I'm um, joking about that, but, you know, not to pile on the guy, but he definitely brought a lot of ill will to this franchise, and a lot of fans were fooled by it, including yeah, Aaron Goldhammer. So was our uh, our owner, Jimmy Haslam, which is apparently he got the advice to draft Menzel from a homeless guy. We do not know if that's true or not, so don't listen to us. I think John Dorkey might have gotten it from a homeless guy, too, to trade for uh, drop him. I don't know. I know a little bit too much about that situation. He's going to go through waivers. So Dorkey might, because he's with the Lions. Yeah, he he's might, with the Lions. I think they're the first team that has a crack. They they won't get him because there's no reason for no, them to pay no him reason. $8 million or I think it's $7 million. I mean, right now they're favoring the Packers. I heard the Seahawks. Seahawks. The, I mean, if Russell Wilson comes back, I, I bet see uh, that. Vegas. I bet Vegas, Raiders. yeah, because of the whole Henry Rugg situation. Or, But I don't know how well they'll do for Odell. I mean, he'll probably do some stupid thing down there, like lose his money, or he'll get a speeding ticket like Ruggs. Or... He'll be taken care of. I, I think he's got some le- gas left in the tank. I don't know yeah, if you'll does. ever see him like his rookie year no, or, or his, you know, those second last, year. Yeah, his first three years in the league, he was something else. Yeah. And then he had that injury in 2017, which kind of, which i pretty sure held him back. For Yeah, ever since. I mean, he had his time to be elite, and, you know, he'll always have that. Yeah, so. it's, it's just like in football, you have a very short time period of being that good. I mean, not for long. It is rare to like be good for twenty years unless you're Tom Brady, who finds a way to do it. Yeah, well, he's he's got some special kind of treatment, he's got holistic, the some kind of pliability. Thing. Where I read his book, so yeah. What is he? Forty three years old. Forty four. He eats. He's very strict with his diet yes. and is just obsessive, compulsive, whatever you want to call it, about his career. His health, yes. Well, all right, Mason, I know you got to go. Yes. So uh, thanks for coming on. Brown's insider for Black Screen Radio, Mason Lauer in, in the studio. So Maddie's great having you on. on. Uh, Maddie's coming on at sticks, But I'll still have you taking co- – I'll still have you guys covered on, on us, Cleveland Sports here on Black Screen Radio because we're going to still talk Brown. So taking callers on the Orlando Bacon Hotline, 330-672-7701. And – the Cavaliers won last night, and what a game it was for Ricky Rubio against the New York Knicks. We'll be getting into that more later on after this here on BlackScoreRadio.com. Back to pass the Mike Sports Talk here on BlackScoreRadio.com. A little bit of a longer break. It was, you know, Mason and I were talking a bit in the studio about some things. You know, I can't really put them on air, so uh, that's all it was. But, yeah, 
So thanks for all uh, tuning in today. And remember, uh, the Orlando Bacon Hotline's open, folks. 330-672-7701. We can talk Browns. What, like Mason and I already did, what a game that was. You know, it put everyone in a much better mood. And I have a little bit more safer feeling about the Browns going to the playoffs than all the Browns fans did last week. I mean, this was the game that they must need to win, and then uh, going into New England, it's not going to be an easy game. I mean, nothing's guaranteed in the National Football League, especially a win, too, and you're playing a team like the Patriots with the best coach of all time, Bill Belichick. Yes, he did used to coach the Browns in the early 90s before the move. So, I mean, yes, he doesn't know the team as well as he used to, but, you know, he's always watching film and everything. He's probably watching film today, right now, Bill Belichick, because that's what the guy does. You know, he totally does football for like 20-some hours a day. Wow, he is he's such a guy, Bill Belichick. But, yeah, I'm looking forward to have seeing a Browns victory uh, next Sunday against the Patriots. Hopefully they do that. I mean, New England looking pretty good this year. Uh, but with that, a um, little bit of a su- surprise to some people, the Cleveland Cavaliers, folks. The Cleveland Cavaliers, they won yesterday against the New York Knicks. The New York Knicks. I, I don't know how that came out weird. I, I meant the New York Knicks, yes. And uh, as you all know, uh, the, the Knicks fans have been pretty cocky this year. Uh, they have been, you know, saying that it's their year and they're better than the Brooklyn Nets. But, man, we... We got a, a former teammate of Kevin Love on the team, Ricky Rubio. He dropped 37 points on the Knicks. What, and that was just something I wasn't expecting. I wasn't even watching. I think I was watching the so between the Chiefs and the Packers game. And I, it was Sunday Night Football. Sorry, I, don't know. I was just... Because it's Sunday. I'm paying attention to football. I'm not thinking about the NBA. But this game, you're seeing Ricky Rubio off like, he still got it. I remember when he was with in Minnesota with Kevin Love. He was pretty good. He was a pretty good point guard to have, and it's good to have. But with that, we do have to get to some uh, breaking news with the Cavs. Yeah, uh, Cavs guard Colin Sexton has torn his meniscus in his left knee. Uh, they're expecting him to be out for an extended period of time. This was from ESPN. So, I mean, when things are going good for the Cavs starting out, everyone's thinking, oh, playoffs, we're going to make the playoffs. We don't need LeBron to do it. Uh, yeah, and then bad things like this happen. I mean, Sexton, he only played 13 minutes uh, yesterday. That's probably when he got the injury it was in this game. And he only had eight points and four assists. I mean, so Sexton's been a pretty good guard to have for the Cavs. I mean, I do like him. I do like Darius Garland. I know there's always been that whole issues with him in Garland. It was good when they got rid of Kevin Porter's. I, th- I think it's working out with him. And Evan Mobley, I really like this kid a lot, the, the rookie from USC. 26 points last night, five assists, nine rebounds. I mean, I can't wait to see him. He'll probably have a triple-double at some point this season. Maybe even more than one or two. I'll tell you that right now. But when people are saying Cavs are going to the playoffs, they're going to the playoffs, and I'm like, yeah, I don't know how to do the get. Because like, last year, 
remember, they got to the, you know, they beat the Nets twice. They were looking hot to start the year. And remember, the season started in, like, December last year or end of November, something like that. So it was all weird. And then everyone's like, oh, look at the Cavs. They're on a hot streak. And then got close to playoff time, and the Cavs were, like, one of the worst teams in the league at that time. So I think as Cleveland fans got to take it down with the Cavs. I mean, this is a young team. Start to start out with, and you're gonna have to wait to see where their true colors are at the end of February or like the whole month month of March, because that's when you truly see what an NBA team or just and a sports in general. That's like the middle or towards the end of the season is when you see what that tree that what that team truly is. It's not gonna be right at the beginning of the season because you know some teams start up so hot. I mean. Say that a lot of teams, but starting out hot early doesn't always end well. I mean, we saw it with the uh, Indians. They caught fighters in 2017 at the, you know, unlikely time. It was like August or something. You thought it eh, It could have been the right time, but just I think just how they managed that whole series against the Yankees wasn't that good. But, yeah, just, you know, teams that have winning streaks and stuff doesn't always end well in the postseason. And I don't know if the Cavs are really a postseason team yet. We haven't been there since 2018. Um pretty sure the last time the Cavs made it to the playoffs without LeBron was like 1997. So it's been a while since that too. So a lot of things have changed with that. And But I'm expecting the Cavs to be a good, fun team to watch this year. And that's what they are right now. A good, fun, young team to watch. They could be playoff contenders or they couldn't. But right now they're fun to watch. Uh, they have games coming up against the Wizards. Uh, that's at 7 p.m. on Wednesday, and then they have um, they have the game against the Pistons on Friday at home. So there's two home games back to back. I'm pretty sure the Q or uh, Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse will be sold out. Which I mean, it, it actually it's strange that the Q is no longer like twenty some thousand people. Ever since they did the renovations, they put like a kind of like a standing room patio in like Loudville area I can't remember if I've been to the arena since the renovations I I really have no memory because I think the whole COVID thing really messed up my memory but I that's what I've seen so maybe that's like a little different so that's why it's not you'll get the same crowd as when LeBron was like all seats but maybe you do get about 20,000 because it's standing room area it's like it's like something they have at uh, Progressive Field with the the corner bar Something like that. I think it's like presented by Budweiser there or something. Well, yeah, that's weird. So yeah, the Cavs play the Washington Wednesday, the Pistons Friday. Then they have the Celtics home back to back. They have them on Saturday at eight, and then Monday at seven. And both of these are home games. And folks, just to let you all know, Cavs tickets are really cheap right now. Uh, tickets for Wednesday's night game against the Wizards going for $7. You board on a Wednesday, go to the Cavs game. And Friday, the, they're as low as $13. Uh, Saturday, they're $19. I mean, it's a weekend game, so that's why. And then Monday's game against Boston is $10. So, hey, Cavs games are finally affordable for once. I mean, they were affordable last three years without LeBron. But, you know, but they might be going up when they play better because that's just what happens, you know. If someone wants something more, it's more value, so it's more money. That's just how the world works. So, 
We'll see. Um, when is the Lakers? LeBron, when is LeBron coming back to Cleveland? I'm looking at the schedule. Oh, not till March 21st is when the Lakers come. And that's the game. But, you know, the Cavs don't have that hour to schedule. They do play Brooklyn uh, next Wednesday, the 17th at 7.30. Should be an interesting game. I mean, too bad Colin, we won't have Colin Sexton for that game because he went lights out against Brooklyn last year. I, I believe twice he did. He was something. He was on fire. But hopefully the Cavs, you know, at least get an all-star in this year at the all-star game because it is being hosted by Cleveland this year. Cavs haven't had the All-Star Game since 1997, which was the 50th anniversary. And now they're having the All-Star Game again when it's the NBA's 75th anniversary. So that's very interesting. So we're going to have to wait another 25 years to get the NBA All-Star Game in Cleveland when it's the 100th year anniversary. I don't know why the NBA does it like that. But it's good it's happening. You know, it's the third large sporting event taking place in Cleveland, because we all know two years ago was the MLB All-Star Game. So that was three years ago. I'm all confused, but we had the MLB All-Star Game in 2019, 2021, the NFL Draft, and now we have the All-Star Game coming this year. So went to the All-Star Game, went to the Draft. NBA All-Star Game, I am debating on whether or not to go to the game. I mean, the the All-Star Game is never fun to watch to begin with. I, I really don't have that much fun or enjoyment out of it. But I do enjoy, you know, the Saturday night, the slam dunk three-point contest. So maybe I might want to go to that. I mean, if I don't go to it, it's no big deal. I can watch it on TV or I can go downtown or something. I mean... You know, I just got to be careful. You know, like when there's big events downtown, you never know what's going to happen. But I've been the Cavs game, been the Indians games, Cavs and Indians playoff games too, where downtown's crowded and everything. And the Browns, you can always count Browns games because the whole entire city's watching that game and downtown's like dead. And then when the game's over, everyone's all out. That's just how it goes in Cleveland for Browns games. And, and I love it. We're one of the best sports cities in America. I'll tell you that around Cleveland fans. Hey, you know what? We got a color in. Caller, you're on the air of Fast Mike Sports Talk. Why are you talking about the Cavs when the Browns won? Hey, I, I was talking Browns in the beginning. What's up, Dad? John Anthony. What's up? Oh. What's up? Never. I mean, let's talk about the Browns. What? what do you think of the game last night? I mean, come on. I, it was a must-win game, win. and the, that, the team showed up. And you were excited about Odell, that he was the greatest wide receiver ever, and we get rid of him, and now he's uh, now the Browns win. So I Baker, guess Odell wasn't that great, was he? Well, no, I, I think it was just him and Baker was never on the same page, and there was an article that said Odell did not run the right routes. He just did what he wanted. So that's probably messed up Baker. And, you know, it was just best for the team. And, you know, I mean, Odell and Baker, they had good friendship. Odell really... Was just not doing well in Cleveland, and I don't think he enjoyed being here. He had to have his buddy LeBron I, I, get him I, I, out. I don't. I, I don't think the friendship was that was that good, or he would have ran the right routes. I mean, that's what number one receivers do a lot. From my, my our Browns insider Mason Lauer said that they just like to run their own routes and find open coverage. Yeah, but then he couldn't catch the ball either. So I, I don't think he. Was I mean, that's too why well. he called him drop him because he just dropped the ball. What else? How else was the game? Come on. Give me some more insight on the game. 
Inside. You're the expert. The defense showed up, and which was unexpected because, like I said earlier, the the Bengals have a pretty good offense. But we were able to have to have two interceptions on Joe Burrow, holding uh, Joe Mixon to 64 yards, but did give up two touchdowns. And then how many? We had five sacks too. So I mean, Miles Garrett had one and a half. I mean, he's looking like the defensive player of the year. And then. Troy Hill and Anthony Walker were able to get some right there. So just a good day all around, and the Browns did what they needed to do, which was, you know, play play based on uh, the game plan they always been by depending on the run more, which was provided by Nick Chubb. And then, you know, defense had to show up, and they did, and that's what we need to see from our defense every game, especially on good teams like Cincinnati. I am not taking them lightly, or just any team in the AFC North or general. Is uh, Hunt back next week? Hunt is not expected to be back. He might be back in two weeks against the Lions, which would be a good game for him to come back. So that's the injury status on Kareem Hunt. I mean, Dearness Johnson's doing a pretty solid job uh, being in as the second running back. I mean, he did a solid job as being the number one running back against the Broncos. And now him as the back, I mean, not getting as much carries as you would like, but it's working out good. I mean, he's just giving some chub some rest. All right, so uh, well, give me the rundown of the rest of the NFL. I mean, I'll I be doing that after. Too. I gotta I, go on the I break first, this, and then I, I'll go into all the games. It's, you know, I don't want to hear about the Cavs. It's too early to hear about the Cavs. They're playing early. great, but it's, it's early. I know. They're just finding themselves. So. All right. Well, then, we're, in the, we're, in the, we're in the midst of football season. I need to hear more information about the NFL. All right. Well, we'll get into that because we're going to go on a quick break pretty soon. Okay. All right. Cool. Thanks for calling in, Dad. Have a good show. Thanks. All right. Ciao. Bye. Yeah, that was my dad calling in. And when we come back, folks, we got the NFL Week 9 recap. So stick with us here on BlackScoreRadio.com. Welcome back to Passive Mike Sports Talk here on BlackSquirrelRadio.com. Uh, before we get into uh, the week nine of the NFL recap, uh, we have to get into an uh, important live read announcement. Got nothing going on Wednesday night. Really bored. Well, come out. Actually, go find somewhere to go watch the Kent State Golden Flashes take on Central Michigan on ESPNU. Game starts at 8 p.m., so be ready to go support your flashes, even though you can't come to the game at Dick's Stadium. We are fortunate enough to be on ESPNU on national television, so go find somewhere. Many good spots in Kent, Water Street Tavern, Ray's, Loft, Zuffer, Panini's, Barfly. They'll all have the game on, so go out, support your Kent State Golden Flashes, and see us go to victory against Central Michigan Chippewas. Should be a good one. Should be a high-scoring game. Nothing but love for the Golden Flashes here at Kent State University. All right, folks, you ready? Week 9 in the books, and let's get it. All right, starting out with our first game, the New York Jets losing to the Indianapolis Colts 30-45. to Honestly... The Jets could have won this game, but sadly, uh, Mike White had to go out in injury, with an injury. And that was unfortunate. I mean, the Jets 
lost Zach Wilson two weeks ago, and then Mike White came in and beat the Bengals, which everyone was so shocked about, and then he got hurt in the, the Thursday night game against the Colts. But Carson Wentz having a throwback game, kind of, if you put it in the stands. He's looking like his Philadelphia self as he went for 272 yards and three touchdowns. And Jonathan Taylor had a good game, too, for the Colts. 127 rushing yards and two touchdowns. What a game from the Colts. They're now 4-5 and five in the year. They're not quite 500. I don't think they're a playoff team yet. They still need some work. If Wentz keeps on playing like this, yes, they can go to the playoffs. So, that was a good Thursday night game. I mean, not a lot of people would expect it to be, but, hey, it actually did well. All right. Moving on. Sunday, 1 o'clock game. The Denver Broncos beating the Dallas Cowboys 30-16. What a game that was. I mean... Dak Prescott played, and coming off injury, yeah, he did throw an interception. Wasn't looking that good. But, yeah, how about them Cowboys? They're still 6-2, and two, so don't count them out in anything. But Teddy Bridgewater having a good game. 249 yards, one touchdown. Uh, they did get rid of uh, Vaughn Miller, and he's down with the Rams, but now... Uh, they look to be better off without, too. It's surprising how things work in the NFL with uh, players no longer being on the team. So, that was interesting. The Broncos were all thinking, like, you know, they're not really contenders at all. But apparently they are showing they are, which is very interesting. All right, next game, Texans 9, Dolphins 17, Jacoby Brissett. Had a decent game. 244 yards, but did have two interceptions. Tyrod Taylor came back as a starter for the Texans, but did throw three interceptions. I mean, the Texans are just a dysfunctional organization right now with the whole... Deshaun Watson, is he staying or going? Here's my thing. I really do not know. And as of right now, I don't see any good thing in the Texans. The Dolphins, they're looking better without Tua. Who's hurt? So we'll see how that works. But next, now we go over to this was a good NFC South matchup between the Falcons and the Saints. Well, the Falcons won 27 25. The Falcons were looking good in the beginning, had the lead the whole time. It was 10 nothing at halftime, and then the fourth quarter, their defense gives up 22 points. And as every Falcons fan thing in their head, oh boy, here we go again, us blowing another lead. They didn't this time. Somehow the Atlanta Falcons did not blow a lead, which is just amazing. I mean, I don't think it's really working out with Trevor Simeon as the starting quarterback for the Saints. I mean, he did have 249 yards and two touchdowns, but... I feel like Taysom Hill might be the better replacement because he understands Sean Payne's system. But Matt Ryan, he went off. I had to start him in fantasy because Aaron Rodgers had COVID, so Matt Ryan was my backup. But he did good. 343 yards, two touchdowns. I'll take that. Thank you, Matt Ryan. All right, next. Another upset game. Uh, yeah, I would say an upset game as the Raiders lost to the Giants 16-23. to Daniel Jones only had 110 yards, but did have a touchdown. And his rushing yards numbers weren't the same. I mean, he only rushed for 17 yards. Interesting. Derek Carr struggling this game. 296 yards, one touchdown, two interceptions. Things ain't looking good. Josh Jacob led the team in carries to the Raiders. 76 yards. 
no touchdowns. And for the for the Giants, it was Devontae Booker. He almost he almost ran for on nah, for 100 yards. Had 99 yards. So what a game from him. I mean, the Raiders. The whole Gruden thing's really messing with them. I mean, they're still above 500, but I don't know playoffs for them. I mean, it's season. I mean, weren't the Raiders doing this last year where they were looking good and then they just collapsed mid-season? Yeah, that's how I see it going for the Raiders. All right, next, the Patriots blowing out the Panthers 24-6. to and This is not going to be an easy game for the Browns, folks. It is going to be a very hard game for the Browns, but... I believe the Browns can win this game against the Patriots. I mean, Mac Jones, really not much of a throw. He did throw an interception, only passed for 139 yards. They'd have a touchdown. So it's not like we're going up against, you know, the usual Tom Brady anymore because we all know he's on Tampa. But you never know with Belichick. I mean, he has things going. And crazy enough, Brian Hoyer got in and had three carries for negative three yards. Brian Hoyer, folks. The former Browns quarterback from 2013 to 2014 went to St. Ignatius. So, yeah, this is going to be a tough game. I mean, the Panthers had nothing. Sam Darnold looks like his giant, his jet self. He had three interceptions and passed around 17 yards. I don't know what's going on with this guy. He, As of right now, it is looking like he is a bust. All right, that is right now, but later on in the season, we'll see. Or in his career. I mean, I don't know how much longer he's going to stay on the Panthers. Next, this was a surprising game. The Bills lost to the Jacksonville Jaguars 6-9. Nice score. But Josh Allen not having a good game. He had two interceptions, did throw for 264 yards. Rushed, he had five carries for 50 yards. So, I don't know what was really going on with Josh Allen. He really couldn't get to his receivers, really, if you look. I mean, Diggs still had six receptions for 85 yards, but couldn't get in the end zone. Same thing with Emmanuel Sanders, Devin Singletary, Colt Beasley. Their defense was really struggling this game and allowing Carlos Hyde to rush 67 yards against you. And I mean, Trevor Lawrence only passed for 18 yards. So this was a very odd game to watch. And the most bizarre stat of the game that Josh Allen got socked by Josh Allen, and Josh Allen threw an interception to Josh Allen, then Josh Allen fumbled the ball and it was picked up by Josh Allen. That was an actual stat because on the Jacksonville Jaguars, they have a guy named Josh Allen. He went to Kentucky, and he is a linebacker. Number 41, Josh Allen. A completely different guy from the Bills, Josh Allen. But there was that whole stat thing just blew everyone's mind. It was like, we're never going to see that again. The Josh Allen, Josh Allen, Josh Allen. These are two different completely guys on two different teams. No relationship at all, but they just happen to have the same name, and there had to have been like the most bizarre stat of all time with the Josh Allens. Make it plural because there was two on the field. I mean, it is rare to see that in just anything in life, and mainly in sports, seeing two guys with the same name playing against each other with no relationship at all. But yeah, that was the most surprising upset of week nine, in my opinion. Next, the Vikings sadly lost the Ravens, the Ravens in overtime. 34-31 was the final score. Justin Tucker had to bail out the, Raven, the Ravens again with a nice, well, actually a 39-yard field goal. Wasn't that long for Tucker at all, but man. 
Poor Vikings fans. I mean, you're lucky you guys didn't have to kick a field goal in this one because, you know, we know if the Vikings had the ball at the first possession and scored, yeah, they would have missed the field goal. Totally. But Lamar Jackson, showing why he's Lamar Jackson, passed for 266 yards and three touchdowns, but did have two interceptions. That's the thing with Lamar. But, dude, Lamar rushed for 120 yards, too, in this game. So that's what makes him one of the most deadly quarterbacks in the NFL. And Marquise Brown, if you had him on fantasy, he had 116 yards in receptions. And, and 116 yards, but in nine, nine receptions. What a game by him. And just a good back-and-forth game. But I don't know if the Vikings are a playoff team, really. I mean, you got the Packers in your division. We'll see what the Bears do tonight. We all know the Lions are not that good. Vikings probably in just an average team. They might sneak into the playoffs. I am not too hopeful of that. Maybe I'll get a phone call from Q any minute. All right. Now we're on to the 4 p.m. games. Starting out with the Chargers and the Eagles as the Chargers beat the Eagles 27-24. Very close game. Justin Herbert went off, though. He had 356 yards and two touchdowns. What a game from him. He is having a fantastic sophomore year. Jalen Hurts played decent, passed for 162 yards and one touchdown, and also had 10 carries for 62 yards. So he's been running the ball a little bit more. You know, that's how he was with Alabama and Oklahoma, the dual-threat quarterback that he is. But, you know, the Eagles are not just that, are not that good of a team, so that's why they were unable to really win this game. I mean, Devontae Smith had a good game, 116 yards, one touchdown. What a game from him, and Keenan Allen, too. He had 12 receptions for 104 yards, but no touchdowns, but Herbert's still getting it done. I mean, whatever. what Brandon Lewis said about the Eagles, they're just still in that little rebuilding mode after that whole debacle they had last season, all right? Maybe he might call in, too, but we'll see. That was an interesting game. So moving on to the next game. Ugh, this was an ugly one to watch. The Packers at Chiefs. Looking at the schedule, you would have thought to yourself, hey, this is going to be a good game to watch. Turns out it really wasn't because, first of all, no Aaron Rodgers this game. He was out with COVID. Jordan Love had to come in, and he laid an egg for sure in his NFL starting debut. 190 yards, one touchdown, one interception. So it, Jordan Love, you know, he lost to Aaron Rodgers in his last starting game. He lost to Kent State's Dustin Crum in the Frisco Bowl. I mean, Patrick Mahomes didn't even have that good of a game either. 166 yards, one touchdown. He is having his worst season by far in his career. I mean, Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey still really not putting up the numbers like they did the last two seasons. Kelsey with 68 receiving yards and one touchdown. Tyreek Hill with four receptions and 37 yards, no touchdowns. Watching that game on uh, Fox was just so boring. I mean, it doesn't help that Troy Aikman and Joe Buck have the primetime game, so it literally makes it very unaffectful. Very ugly game in general. Wasn't that entertaining. Alright, next we have the Cardinals at the 49ers, and the Cardinals beat the 49ers 31-17. That game showed why the Cardinals are the best team in the NFC West. Even without Kyler Murray, who is he got hurt in that Thursday night game against the Packers. Remember that. He was out. But former Browns quarterback Colt McCoy, he did this. Passed for 249 yards and one touchdowns. 
Wow. And he's 30-something years old, too. That is amazing by my standards. Some guy who's that old, they will do that just fantastic. But here's the thing. Arizona has good receivers. All right? Even without uh, A.J. Green and DeAndre Hopkins. Christian Kirk was leading the team in receiving yards. 90. 91 yards receiving, six receptions, no touchdowns. James Conner, he had three touchdowns in this game. Two rushing, one receiving. Zach Ertz has been a big help to the Cardinals. What a game that was. I just saw Maddie Hayes walk in. She'll be in here shortly as I am getting through with the game. But Colt McCoy, wow. He, he actually did somewhat good with the Browns. He had a couple good games. He beat the Patriots. 49ers just didn't have a good game at all. They're... I don't know, a little mess with the Kyle Shannon. But Jimmy G, hey, Jimmy G, 326 yards, two touchdowns, but he did have an interception. So there you go, Garoppolo. I don't, I'm not, mu I'm not much of a fan of the Niners, this this team they have. and I don't know. I think their whole stadium is just weird too, but hey, Cardinals are the best team. All right, final, final game, Sunday Night Football. Let me get through this before I put Maddie on air. What a game that was without Derrick Henry. Ryan Tannehill passed for 143 yards. One touch on one interception, but hey, they depend mostly on the run. They're receiving Tannehill. Tannehill had a rushing touchdown, too, in this game, so it shows the Titans can win without Derrick Henry. Stafford struggled a bit in this game. He had two interceptions, but did throw for 294 yards. Cooper Cup had a good receiving game. 11 receptions for 95 yards, but... They weren't really able to find the end zone in Sunday Night Football. I don't know why the Rams weren't able to. All right. And now it's time for Monday Night Football Pick'em, and Maddie Hayes just walked in. Hello. It's good to be here. It's good to be here, all right? Be... She, had, she had to do something as her work. But Monday Night Football tonight. Monday Chicago Night Football. Chicago Bears taking on the Steelers. I think I know who we're both going with in this game. What did you say? <laughs> I think I know who we're both going to go with in this game. Well, what game was it? Sorry, I was going to make Peter it's ready. It's tonight's game, Monday Night Football, Chicago Bears taking on the Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh, easy. Bears. Bears. We're both going Bears. <laughs> Even though Justin Fields, I know he's like kind of struggling right now, shouldn't be a problem. Well, first of all, I hate the Steelers. First of all, I hate the Steelers. Always got to root against them. Yes. But I think Justin Fields is due for a good game this game. I agree with that. I think he is. I mean, the Steelers do have a good defense. Remember that, but... They don't have a good offense, and the Bears yeah. have a good defense. So if the Bears' defense really shows up, Cleo Mack gets to Big Ben easily. I have a feeling it's going to be a Bears victory, and all of Chicago will be happy. Yeah, and all Chicago needs it. Chicago needs it. Um, uh, they do. I mean, I'm not expecting the Bears to go to the playoffs, but it'd be nice if, you know, Chicago helps out Cleveland a bit, all right? Yeah, and you like to root, I like to root for Justin Fields, too. Yeah, me too. You know, Ohio State alumni. Ohio State guy. Is he technically an alumni or no? Because he didn't. Did he graduate? I have no clue. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, we'll take. We'll take. Yeah, he graduated from uh, Ryan Day's. Yeah, yeah. University or whatever. But when we come back, Maddie will give her take on the Browns game and the Cavs too. She has a lot to say about both. I cannot wait. And we also have. A, I've a been waiting. Special guest on Jake Han, new guy at BSR coming in the studio. So can't wait to have him. So stick with us here on Past the Mic Sports Talk here on BlackScoreRadio.com. Welcome back to Past the Mic Sports Talk here on BlackScoreRadio.com. Enzo Orlando, uh, Maddie Hayes got in five minutes before. It is we went so good break. to be here on this Victory Monday. It is. It it's is a, so it's a nice good. Victory Monday. So she's gonna give her a take on that. We also have Jake Hahn, first time in studio, new member of BlackScoreRadio.com. Welcome on, Jake. Woo! Thank you guys for having me. Oh yeah. You're getting a little applause right, there, Haki. Right. Yeah. You know what? Yeah, it is, it is what it is. First time ever being on radio, so that just 
Is he on? He's on. A, he's on. Um. Yeah. No. <laughs> all right. There he yeah, is. There. There, there it is. Yeah. Okay. That's all. all right. Well, Mike's wrong. I don't know what's going on. You're doing great. Well, it's not they were doing fine, but Matt, so you you talk about the Browns yeah, earlier, Enzo. To, yeah, Mason and I, of course, talk about the Browns. And Mason was positive. He was positive. He was happy with the way the Browns played. Let me tell you, I always like to give a quick recap of all the drama going on in the group chat. I today can't even one. do it. No. <laughs> Too much. No. Maddie. Sorry, Jake. Sorry for calling you ugly. Whoa, What is going on? No, I called him ugly on accident. Okay, you know what? I'm ugly and I'm proud. Folks, SpongeBob. It was just the Mike Sports Talk. Positivity. Anyways, positive so, vibes. Browns won. Maddie, give us your Browns take. You know, the game had me leaving this question. And I already know the answer because I've been saying this for years. Was it all Odell? Was Odell the problem? What do we think? I actually think he was. And I uh, think he was too. But here's my on the team. And what yeah. I mean by like, yeah. people can't really what's Odell going to do next? Like, yeah. is he going to do something that's going to hurt the team? Is he going to do a cryptic tweet? Or is he going to say something on and Instagram? The, everyone was always saying, oh, he's such a good teammate. He's such a good teammate. I think that he was one of those teammates that he would go around and talk crap about Baker and try to get people, like, on his side. Yeah. Like, try to get the sympathy. That's how I see Odell Beckham like, in the locker room. And then you saw that story report come out that he did not run yeah. the routes, which confused and he Baker. Wasn't, right? And that's why he didn't have good connection, because Odell just oh, did what yeah. he wanted, which I heard a lot of receivers, number one receivers, mainly do that. Mm-hmm. Just because, oh, they're that good. So we're like, they're like, screw the playbook. I mean, just find the open coverage and get open. And I think that's why those two things. Well, that all goes back to Odell thinking he's better than Cleveland, thinking that he is bigger than Cleveland. That sounds like someone else I know who's from Ohio. Um, Exactly. And they're both LA guys. And they're both LA guys. Oh, yeah. Have you seen those tweets of, like, LeBron saying, like, go Browns? Oh, back and forth. I don't get LeBron's OBJ, let's go Browns. Not in the same week. Not in the same week. so much evidence on LeBron. Not just tweeting about the Browns on NFL Sunday, but tweeting about the Ravens or the Cardinals or the Rams. Well, isn't he a like a known Cowboys big, fan? Yes. Yeah, well, a lot that. of it, though, is just him supporting athletes, and I'm, like, all for it. You know, he's kind of like a big brother or, at this point, like a grandfather in, the, like, the sports <laughs> community. But, you you know, you he's from Cleveland. Yes. You know, he knows. He knows North the great. You know, he and knows what yeah. it's like. He can't go there and being free OBJ and fueling the media fire and then, like, Nick yeah. Chubb's all, shut up! We don't want do? that! I mean, it feels like LeBron and Odell and all those other big-time athletes have, like, their own, you know, crew. You see yeah. LeBron and Odell hanging out at the clubs in L.A., New York, Miami, and, and, and they're just got their own, like, you know, you gotta be part of our group, you know? Like, they, that's just totally, like, they're, they're like, time, little, like, yeah. They just want to throw around shit. Champagne bottles, girls all around them, you know. Same. Yeah, I mean, wasn't like Odell in a Drake music video, like last year? Yeah, last year. Later he was in that music video. Did you guys see. Um, Wearing Browns gear, too. Did by you the way. see ba- er, when Odell was doing his little uh, Halloween dance with Michael Jackson? Yeah. And Baker's in the back just rolling his eyes, shaking his head. Yeah. yeah. It's just like. I just thought that, like, Odell, I mean, in reality, I don't want to hate on Odell that much. Right. But, like,. I mean, he's only had probably like one or two good really games. games with us. And yeah. the other thing is that and the 
Cowboys is only the game that comes. The, the, the Dallas yeah, that, game last year is like the only game that I'm like, oh, OBJ. Yeah, yes. he might actually yeah. do something for us. Yeah. But now we can like really focus on like winning. The team, winning. The team. I mean, like, who do we have coming up next? The Patriots. We got the Patriots, then the Lions, and the Ravens, and a bye. And you know, I yeah. I've, I feel confident about going in New England. It's going to be a tough game. You're going against Bill Belichick. Did you see the Mac Jones thing where he twisted that dude's leg? Yeah, Mac Jones. You know, you never know what's going to come out. Watch out, Miles Garrett. It is just, I mean, I've been saying this for years that we are a better team without OBJ. And as much as I wanted it to work, as much as we all all wanted it to work, thank God it's over. I mean, and you know, was it just OBJ? Look at the game yesterday. And I know that's just one game. But if you look at the past two. Okay, if you look at the past two years when we have looked good. OBJ has not been on the field. And it's so funny. People are like, huh, the Browns look like the first week Browns from this season. What's the factor there? What's the common factor there? Like, here's my thing that's very interesting. Like, the Browns, like, if we step aside from the OBJ thing, like, didn't it seem like not a lot of the Browns players were trying to, like, stir the pot? And then when OBJ was here, it was always, like, something new is kind of going on with the Browns. Totally. You know what? It was just, like, I feel like last year it was so head down football. And, you know, that could be COVID. That could be, like, because they had nothing to do besides football. But I definitely feel like even just now, even I can just sense they're just, like, like the whole week of the OBJ drama, they're just like we're just focused on Cincinnati. We're like we're yeah, just focused on Cincinnati. That's very smart of them. And as they should, yeah, as they should have. I mean, if this was the old Browns, they would have the whole drama thing would have spread to the whole team and the front office. The so coaching. true. It would be a whole, whole meltdown. A whole, mess. A whole meltdown. Oh, uh, you know, factory of sadness. not that. And you know what? Yeah. Too, I think that OBJ. Not to get back to this because I don't want to hate on him too much, but I mean that that's like it's what we're here to do. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> um. I ran it so much, I lost my train of thought. Well, I think OBJ thought, he's like, it's just Cleveland, it's a young coach, like, he can, like, kind yeah, of... Yeah, I can just navigate yeah. through whatever I can do. He did that fly if he's on the, the Patriots. I think Bill Belichick would let him not being at the uh, right no, spot at no. the right time fly. I've no. horror no. stories about, like, players being on the Patriots, and they're like, they've literally retired because they're like, I, yeah. I can't take this. And the other thing that I thought was very interesting, so, I think OBJ was put on waivers... I think today. Yes, today. Mm-hmm. So, and I also heard that Dan Campbell, the head coach of the Lions, said we're not going to place a claim on him. So I, why would I don't, you? See, the Lions have no for reason that for having that big of a price him. tag. Why would any yeah. team want but, that? I mean, like, and I mean, they're zero and eight, and it could stir some like it can I get some publicity. I, but like, I don't yeah. see that but, really. I mean, in in reality, like. I mean, what team really wants OBJ? Uh, Raiders, like, and, and the Raiders, with, might, they need receivers. With that, but, with that like, high of a price tag, though, yeah, it's, like it's not the just a price tag but you also look at like okay what is he gonna do next and the raiders recently released david arnett they don't want any more drama yeah they don't want any more drama that's so true 100 true the gruden problem they're not gonna want him that's so true i the one team i heard odell might go to seattle which i found surprising they got dk metcalf and uh who else do they have they got another uh tyler lockett yeah tight lockett it just feels so good to be like, on the other side of, like, a negative aspect. Okay, yes. I was going to say, because, like, if the Browns would have went there and, like, stunk it up and we would have lost, uh, I'd just been, like, been a whole back to the drawing store. Been a whole I, I don't day. know. That would have been, like, when I – the weird thing about this week when I was, like, getting ready to watch the game, yeah. I was like, oh, boy. It just feels <laughs> like it was in our 0-16 yeah. season where I was just like – 
I remember my dad would be like, you want to go to the game, son? And I'm like, uh, no, no, I won't. It really I'd is. I'd rather be really. dead. Like, you're just sitting there and you love them so much, but you're just like, I know we're going to fail, but. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> like... Remember last week when people in the Cleveland media or just people on Twitter were getting mad at, like, Browns fans are being upset at being 4-4? Four and four? Well, that's not the expectations we have for this team to be average. This week we showed that we have our expectations yeah. back on winning football games yeah. and being a playoff contender, which they look like now, and now I'm increasing their chances to make the playoffs more than 50%. Well, last week I said less. This week it's gonna be more in the Patriots game. It just stinks. Well, it be just stinks. We dug ourselves in this hole now, though. Yeah, and also in that we have basically the Patriots, and then I think we have two rounds against the Ravens. You which, got Patriots. Yeah. Lions should be an easy one. Then Ravens Sunday night bye week, so you got time to look at film and strategize for that game. But and like, then you got the Ravens at home. Yeah, like, but what I'm trying to think about is. What was the NFL thinking with doing two straight games against each other? It's like playing a baseball mm-hmm. game where it's yeah. like a doubleheader. I mean, that's going to play to the Browns' advantage no matter what the outcome of that Ravens game is. So, true. outside of OBJ, not to like change the subject, but um, can we talk about how the Browns played complimentary football? All oh, three absolutely. phases, they did good well. Yes. For defense, the first defense, time, yeah. Defense looked lights out. Troy had, I think, three like um sacks which even the offside turned into an interception i can't even be mad about the offsides yeah, yeah like you saw when i saw that i'm like oh boy here we go i know and then Ward for a 99 yard yeah. pick six oh boy I, like i was doing homework but then when i saw it like because i was like all right what's the expectations here i look up from my tv and i'm like oh my god what's happening are we looking like a really good football team again and and even with baker he looked like the baker from the second half of last season the baker from the first two games of this year he was throwing dimes i know hard passes and you know you throw it you throw around that world word elite whatever baker we don't need baker to be elite we don't He's elite. not we Patrick Mahomes. He's not Rodgers. He's not Brady. Well, Patrick Mahomes looks like punches right now well, anyway. He's so still, He's got a Super Bowl where he's Yeah, yeah. He'll, he'll, he'll be fine. I know. He'll he's be fine. fine. Uh, actually, I don't oh. think he'll be fine. You think this I, is it? I'm this one of those hot take. Hot take. No, this isn't a hot take. This is what I really feel because, I mean, like, think about it. All uh, I mean, in reality, I mean, we're looking at the Chiefs right now being one of these teams that should be, like, obviously one of the best but like Patrick Mahomes has not played like the Patrick Mahomes that the Chiefs need yeah and teams are starting to figure out that they can just cover Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey and it's kind of a little bit more of a uh hey what do I do next for Pat Mahomes yeah. I mean, teams might have have a better understanding of Patrick Mahomes than before. I mean, they're learning how to, you know, defensive strategies in on how to beat him. You know, same thing with Lamar Jackson, even. You can say the same thing about Baker, Josh Allen, even. Ooh. They lost to the Jaguars, the Bills. Hey, shout out to Urban Meyer. I don't know how that happened. Uh, I don't know I either. Don't. You know but, what? Uh, Josh Allen intercepting Josh yeah, Allen. I, yeah, that Josh was Allen Josh squared. Allen Yeah. Joe Burrow going 28 for 40 with two interceptions. He looked shell-shocked during that whole entire game, to be honest. You know what? They, no. they probably walked in there the way that the Browns walked into the Steelers game. No. Shut up, well, ESPN. I, well, I'm going to say that this, um, this like, week, I could see that the like the Bengals, they would go into this game and they're thinking, oh, it's same old Browns as Juju Smith Absolutely, said. yeah. And they were like, okay, we can prepare a lot for this. Yeah, like team. they just lost the Steelers, they're falling apart, OBJ's gone, they're probably like, this will be an easy win. 
Yeah, yeah. But, but that's when that's when Cleveland tough, performs. They were coming best. off a tough loss Cincinnati to the Jets, which they were shocked about. Now oh, they have yeah. another shock lot. So I don't know what's going on with the Bengals right now. Fine by me. Keep struggling, baby. Yeah, yeah I <laughs> help mean, us give out. us out. Get, you know, have us you know get what? to the playoffs. Win or lose, Baker Mayfield and Joe Burrow are both hot. So the fans okay. all. That's for that's for the fans all. Hey, happen with the girls. Have with. All right, but I think the Joe Burrow the Baker, listening. Joe Burrow and Baker Mayfield is going to be a great rivalry in the AFC North like years to come. Oh, two Those young, two, talented, two young quarterbacks. talented quarterbacks, and then adding Lamar in the mix, it's good. And I don't know what the Steelers are going to get in the draft. What are some year. of the college quarterbacks that there uh, that are out there? You think college or I say college. college. I mean, like, I mean, there's got to be somebody out there that like, like step up. Yeah. But so far this season, you haven't really seen anybody. It was the same thing as last year, in my opinion. I didn't mm-hmm. think that Justin Fields and anybody uh, else. Wow. Gotcha. Not, I mean, it's not looking good now, but la- when you saw last season, Well, I think the expectations it. have changed. I think that, like, when you got a first-year, second-year quarterback right out of college, you wouldn't expect them to be, like, a superstar. But now in our modern-day NFL, like, you expect people to come right out of college and be a star. So... It's hard for me to judge. Like the- it, I mean, Baker's a star, but uh, he is not a uh, Gabe, franchise go away. quarterback. Sports director Gabe Calera was on two weeks ago. He's walking around in a Steelers jersey right now, so yeah, we have to give him some little bit of hate through the glass. Yeah, in a in a, in a, in a really yeah. way so, I mean, that I can't we'll describe. Get him back Justin here. Fields is going to embarrass Fields, yeah. Big Ben. <laughs> All right, and. We- if, you, if it's up to you guys, do you want to briefly talk to the Cavs? you want to stick with Browns? Oh, I'm not trying to stick, bro. Okay. I, I, like, Let's get to the Cavs for like a brief period because we got to go on the break in like about five minutes and then uh, college football right after that. All right. I'll, I'll go Start on a little rant. Please do. Please the, do. I love talking. Oh, my talking. God. Ricky Rubio is handsome, and he also scored – 37 points in the garden. That is a really hard thing to do. Oh, yes. Off the bench. Off, off he the had bench. what? Like – 30 points, 10 assists, 8 rebounds. I don't have my stats on you guys. I'm not yeah. I'm not prepared. But something like that. Almost a triple-double off the bench. Really? I mean, like, what's – and also, what's with this Cavs team? For, I, it feels like the first time in forever that the Cavs have been good. Do you know what's up with this ta- Cavs team? This Cavs team, from since LeBron left, they had a bunch of young players who didn't care about anything besides playing ball and getting better and winning. They had no ego. No, seriously, they had no ego. So they like just eventually wanted to be this. You put in a few new. Go ahead, Jay. Well, what I was <laughs> going to say, was that, you know, in like for the first two years without LeBron, I think that it was like just we were trying to just throw different pieces together and saying, "All right, we can still make it." I mean, do you remember Tristan Thompson saying, "Yeah, well, the East still runs through." No, Cleveland? yeah, that was oh stupid. I meant like He's after stupid. we got rid of him. <laughs> Actually, yeah, as soon as we got well, rid, we got rid of the whole championship squad except for Kevin Love who wasn't even in yesterday. Is he still Shout hurt? Shout my or... dude Matthew Delvadova. I miss you baby. Oh yeah, Deli. We love you forever Deli. I... J.R. Smith burning hell. No, I'm kidding. Oh my god. No J.R.'s <laughs> my boy. I met J.R. Come on. JR's not my boy. He's doing pretty well with golf. Yeah, good golfer. Yeah, every year. Yeah, he got an A on his test. Go JR. He's doing good in hey, school. Man, he really wants to get that ball. out there. Keep yeah, shout out all these studies guys. Did you watch the Raptors game? No, oh, I Oh, the Cavs yeah. Raptors. Oh, I watched the end of it. Uh, I it was like the first time where I was like, okay, this is a Okay, nice it's game for real. Yeah. And I was like, okay, this is actually an enticing game to so, watch. So, I think that the Cavs got pretty lucky there at like the oh, end. Oh, 100%. They got a Scotty lot of Barnes had them like 
shot that literally didn't go in. Oh, well, and two, who, Colin Sexton, stop giving, he, Colin Sexton's hurt, R.I.P. Uh, man. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I the news earlier. Are we doing earlier. some Colin Sexton hate right now? Okay, I love Colin Sexton, truly. I, he drove me crazy when we first drafted him because he wouldn't give the ball up. And, but I think Colin Sexton, I have faith that he will develop into whatever he's going to be. These are very distracting. These people. No, no, um, you know, you but fine. don't give Colin Sexton the, he can, stop giving him the ball with a minute left. He's trying to be the star and he's just not there yet. You know, what's also very fun or interesting, I should say about this Cavs team is huh. that you got a couple different potential stars and Evan Mobley, yes, Darius Mobley, Garland definitely. looks like he could be a potential all-star. Oh, Garland here. looks Elite. I, I hate was, that word now, but Garland looks good. NBA.com's uh, power rankings, and I Cavs believe are that, seven. Yes, I Cavs like, are seven. We are back. Cavs are I, seven. No, here's what I say in the beginning. They did this last season. They played good in the beginning. Not they were this doing good. good. They're not this good, but, but they're they looking good yeah. now with the sex injury. I don't know what's gonna go on, and but the, the way you find out a true NBA team is when it comes. End of February, March, and then getting closer to the playoffs. We're not going to be that team. Are you going to be that? No, are the Cavs going to be that team where they could sneak in as an eight? Maybe next year. Maybe the year after. I'm saying more next year. I'm saying more next year because Mobley's still a rookie. I like the guy, but he's got to get more. Yeah, he's got to get more practice. Yeah, yeah. Like like I say all the time. I mean, I still believe in Cleveland sports even when we're down. And right now, I'm just riding that train of we're being good. Totally, you have to when you're bad for so long yeah. anytime we're good take that high and ride with the baby when it's cold here you just gotta look at sports <laughs> that's, that's yeah. the only thing there is yeah, like all there is is alcohol in the calves <laughs> thank, th- thank no, you no, for the thank no, god I, for the muni lot thank oh god, god no. thank oh, god yeah. for browns fans even I we were bad evan mobley is probably you know what he is i think evan mobley looks the best out of that whole rookie class oh 100 like, he, I think he, he's looking better than Cunningham. Like people are comparing him to KG, oh, yeah. and I see a Ooh, lot of KG in Ke- him. Kevin Garnett, and, uh, like early Kevin Garnett. Yeah, and not with, like, with the Timberwolves. Yeah, like the athletic KG, not the Celtics. It's so and... funny because if you look at our like starting lineup, and I don't know how it's going to be now without Colin Sexton because he love him or hate him, he's ru- he's running the point there. So we'll see how that works out. But um, you look at our roster, and you'd either be like, "What the heck are they doing?" Or you like love it. You know what yeah. I mean? Wow. It's like all every guy's like six foot seven inches tall. Like, I know you're like, is this the '80s '90s team? It's or? crazy because everyone now says the basketball is now a small player game because of just you know. Steph oh, it's Curry such, such a small stuff. ball right it's now. It's more yeah. shooting than like rebounds and uh, like backboard shots. But you know what? The good thing about our big guys is they're so athletic. They're so and Jared versatile. Allen was like I think that I'm. Like Eastern Conference Player of the Week this week. Wow. So, really? Wow. I think. I if I... Sports. We'll say yes. All right. Oh my god. Wow. What a good segment it was, Maddie. Thanks for your take on the Browns. I mean, everyone always likes to hear your take. Oh, Enzo. Jake, he's, he's still gonna stay on till uh, until we end up. But when we come back, folks, uh, quick recap of the World Series, and then we get into College Football Week Ten. Uh, Maddie has a lot to say on the Buckeyes, and plus, you know, some upsets happen too. So stick with us here on BlackScoreRadio.com. <laughs> Past Mike Sports Talk here on BlackScoreRadio.com. Enzo Orlando, Maddie Hayes, and Hello. Jake Hahn in studio. Uh, just got done talking about uh, the Browns and the Cavs again because Maddie did, was she uh, had she was like a little Cleveland. late, but she loves Cleveland. Thank God. And <laughs> if you don't love Cleveland, I don't know what kind of person you are. It's a great city. And who cares what the media says? But yeah, amazing. we now have to get into this for just a brief moment. Uh, the Atlanta Braves they won the World Series over the cheating Houston Astros Woo! in six games. 
So happy for that, but the last time the Braves won the World Series was in 1995 against our Cleveland Indians. Which what a lineup. What a, one of the best Indians teams that oh, ever yeah. won the World Series. Albert, Albert Bell. Bell, Jim Tomey, Omar Vizquel, uh, Kenny Lofton, Carlos Vega, Sandy Almar Jr. Iconic. Earl Hor- really Earl the most iconic team. Charlie Nagy, managed by Mike Cargo. I don't even know how well I know this team, and I wasn't even around. Oh, because our parents I, act yeah. like it was like their. Like, it I was love, their. Well, I mean, team. also you got to remember those Indians teams were. Very they were bad. Loved. That's why they made major league because you never thought yeah. you would saw it. And I, I love hearing like our around. like parents or grandparents like talk about like that Indians Back team, in or even I about the, like the Bernie Kosar Browns. Oh, oh, I right. I want. I wanted to have some like our older audience call and just compare Baker and Bernie because I don't think. Bernie Kosar was, like, a great quarterback either because, I mean, oh, obviously Joe see- Montana was dominating the league, yeah. and so yeah. was, who else, John Elway. Oh, no, he was just guy. good enough to take us. Yeah, it was good enough us. to win, and yeah. that's what Dan Baker Marino. is too. And can we talk about Bernie Kosar? Not to bring it back to Browns. Oh, but, right. no, no, I was going to say, uh, Bernie just choosing, he could have went to L.A., took his money, and lived a little life. He chose to stay here yeah, and be the spokesperson from, of he's Ohio. He's story, though, of how he, he, he had a choice to go into the NFL draft or the supplemental draft to come either to Cleveland or to go, I can't remember who was the first pick during that time, but uh-huh. it was going to be somewhere else, and he chose to be in the supplemental draft so he could come back to Cleveland, which I thought wow. was very interesting. And that's why I think a lot of our parents like love, love him so much. Because it's like almost in a weird way before like LeBron left those two times. It was sort of like our version of LeBron, like a hometown yeah, kid. yeah, Youngstown. Anytime yeah, anyone like rides for Cleveland, Cleveland like thank you for helping. Like it's yeah, no. so because everyone just is so easy. Yeah. To... I always uh, forget what cuss words I can say. She's just gotta look at the list. I know. I right, always forget. Right, so okay. With so... that, gotta move on. A uh, college football oh, week ooh, ten. There was a lot of stuff. A lot going of stuff. Uh, starting out, Alabama LSU. only beat LSU by like six points. Watch Amazing. them go up to number one. I don't know. I don't think so. I think Georgia's going to stay number one. That Georgia's, team is going to. Yeah. Like, Bama here, might stay Here's too. my problem with the college football playoff. If I'm just going to go on this little rant here. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Why is there going to be a chance for two teams in the same conference to be in the college football playoff? Because, like, I mean, if you think about it, let's say Georgia and Alabama play in college, or not college football, but the SEC right. championship. Watch them both get in saying, oh, they played a hard matchup. And I just think that, like, <laughs> Hey, there's power five conferences. What's the like? Why are we doing only three to, like, basically three conferences basically in there? I it's all messed up and it's going, but we'll get into yeah. that later because uh, Cincinnati, uh, the suppose to me my the best team in the Ohio, in Ohio as are they, we kidding? They, are we they, kidding? They, We're still on this. Twenty-eight to twenty against Tulsa. I thought Cincinnati they looked good and then they kind of struggled a bit with their defense but at least they were able to get the win i don't know how this is going to affect their rankings oh, in the college football will. players are they going to go down or are they going to stay I at six i don't they're know at, they're at number two right now no that's eight people yeah. there's two difference we'll get into that later well, sorry everyone As they'll probably go down to like i think maybe out of the top 10 i don't knowing, know because no because like knowing the committee they're probably gonna have like the non they want every non-power five conference like good team to not be in the top 10 because i think they just like throwing teams in there that just like spices up yeah college football well, like here's <laughs> the thing like okay let's say hypothetically cincinnati makes it to the college football playoff and let's say they win 
You know how big that's probably going to be for all these, like, mid-tier conferences? That'd be great. That'd be great for that. Because, like, I mean, we could look at, like, it would make other teams, like, or other conferences, like the MAC and, like, um, the Sun Belt, I believe. Yeah. Like, all these other different... That feel like they have no chance, you know? Because I feel like... They're like that little brother that you always are rooting for. Absolutely, yes, yeah. And you, a, I love to see that, especially, like, because we go to Kent. Like, you always dream of, like, yeah, your team doing yeah, one of those. For me. Yes, so. maybe one day. But uh, sticking in the state of Ohio, uh, the Buckeyes faced off against Nebraska, and oh, they, it was it was, it was it looked a little rough. It, I'm not it was way I mean, closer than anyone would have hoped. And I feel bad for Nebraska because this is going to make Scott Frost look a little better, and I can tell that. It's not going to be good. Well, Nebraska. so Nebraska, their kicker, they've had kicking struggles all season. I feel bad for kickers when they miss. Like, I know, because yeah, that's, that's such a in-your-head thing. When you're on that phase where it's in your head. Yeah. Oh. But uh, Chase, what is it? Con- uh, uh, Contreras? Yeah, yeah. Okay, what? apologizing for if we screw the name up, all right? But Contreras. It's Contreras. Okay. I'm sorry, I'm just blind. Uh, Chase Contreras, he missed two field goals. And wow. what, so how it, far away are yeah. the field goals in college, by the way? 25? Yeah, for an extra point? Yeah. yeah. Extra point. Well, I believe it's 15, 20 yards, something like that. Um, But, like, we got to, like, really shout out to Noah Ruggles. Because not Noah Ruggles. Noah Ruggles I nailed four field goals, maybe three. And, like, some of them were, like, 46 yards away, 56 yards away. And without Noah Ruggles, it, it, it yeah. would have been... It, a very close, embarrassing game. Yes. It, I'm trying to look right now. Yeah, Sorry, I didn't so, know prep. Yeah. Buckeyes going good, but we're going to take a look at who they're playing against next because, oh, boy, number Michigan three, State. Michigan State lost yeah. to the hey, lost they to Purdue. They lost to Purdue. 40 to 29. And Purdue, know, Purdue is, is an enigma. Sneaky team. Purdue is an enigma. They beat Iowa. Now they beat State. Are Buck, should Buckeye fans be a little bit worried about this game? Uh, about Michigan I, State? I, no, I'm about gonna, Purdue. Uh, Purdue has been that shocker know, team. They beat two ranked Big Ten teams this year. You know, the Buckeyes. I, I'm not feeling that confident about Ohio State coming off that game with Nebraska. I'm hoping that's just kind of like a one-time thing and, like, C.J. Stroud picks it up. And also, Wilson was er, – Garrett Wilson. Garrett Wilson? Yeah, he was out for this game, too. So yeah. that definitely messed things up, yeah. too. He, he was out, too, last minute. They thought he was going to play until yeah. literally that day. But um, – What do we think about, though, like, Michigan State in general, like, do we think I mean, good. I feel like Ohio State's going to beat Michigan State now since, A, it's at home, and, B, I mean, Michigan State's not going to be high as Michigan State was, like, It's going to be similar to the Penn State game almost. Michigan State was my, like, number, th- in my rankings, number three school. Purdue definitely threw, threw it off for me, yeah. but I thought this Michigan State team looked good. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, well, you know, like, there's one thing that I know about Michigan teams, and they always seem to fall apart later on in the year. Yeah, <laughs> I will see what happens on the last game of the season at the big house when the Buckeyes take yeah. on Michigan. I mean, it's Jim Harbaugh's jobs on the line in that game. Let's talk about that, though, first off. That, did you, like, Michigan canceled the game. Like Right, last year? Last year, was, that, had, there was COVID issues. Well, I mean, I get that, <laughs> yeah. but I mean, in general, like, I, that's, yeah. that's You can't lose if you can't play. I know yeah, that's what they're I thinking. I get that, but it was canceled, but. Sticking in the Big Ten, another upset. Uh, Illinois, the other team that's beating Power uh, Five schools, they beat Minnesota fourteen to six, and, and their quarterback only threw for eighty yards. All these like Ooh, wow. all these like uh, lower ranked teams beating higher ranked teams. It just 
Thank it you. It is for Ohio, I mean, for an Ohio well, State, Minnesota had, but for like just of college, like well, yeah. No, in my eyes, it's agent of chaos, and I yeah. love chaos and college football. Well, I also just get sick of like watching the same teams win. Yes, minus Ohio yeah. State. Yeah, Go ahead and win, baby. Ohio yeah. State. I was rooting Clemson. so hard for LSU in that Alabama game too. I, yeah, LSU's not that good as they used to been. Yeah, this is the last two years have been a struggle ever yeah. since Burrow had left and. Yeah, LSU's definitely saying, having a weird. Yeah, they're, they're having they're, they're having some weird issues. weird issues in their program. But uh, moving on, another big upset: Wake Forest losing to North Carolina, fifty-eight, fifty-five. The last high-scoring game. Two minutes of that game was just something else, and I was something. I mean, Sam Howell looks to be like one of the best uh, quarterback prospects in the upcoming draft. He looked good. I mean. Sam Hartman. It looks more like a basketball school. Yeah, thing. it is. No, UNC isn't basketball school mainly, but it was just so surprising. I mean, yeah. huge game for UNC to beat out a ranked team, and Wake Forest surprised a lot of people this year. But this game is their first loss of the season. I, I, you so. know, when I when I think about um, these teams that just come out of nowhere and have good seasons, I mean, there's bound to have like one loss in some way i don't think that like it's a very rare occurrence to have an undefeated season so you know especially yeah. in college especially in college yeah. i mean yeah we've seen ohio state do it and bama but that's they're, they're, they get all the best talents yeah. yeah like the like georgia i, I can't see that happening for georgia because they're light years better than everyone yeah but but uh moving on uh, a big 12 game with an upset tcu upsetting baylor th- 30 to 28. To I mean, it. Baylor was doing pretty hot to start out. And then TCU, who had, they fired their, their coach. I believe he left. And then they come out and do this. What a surprise. I mean, Baylor was one of the surprise teams, the Big 12. And they've been looking pretty good. And then TCU. All of a sudden. Then they go to TCU and they lose. So. Yeah. Uh, and then the next game, uh, Liberty at Old Miss. I know this game is 27 14, but it's. Liberty, they have that quarterback, Malik Wills. He looks pretty good. I mean, he did throw three interceptions game, so I don't know how well that did for his uh, yeah, draft, draft stock. Because he's expected to be a top draft pick, but I'm unsure. I don't know if he'll go first round, yeah. maybe second or third. Well, I mean, like, if you think about it, like I said earlier in the show, like, we don't really see those quarterbacks as often now that come out of college football and go oh my god he's going to be the next big thing and right. actually live up to it so I, my opinion is probably going to be a quarterback who's gonna just come out of nowhere we're gonna like yeah. see him from like a random school and we're gonna be like oh my wow. god he came from that school it might be and uh could be someone in ken ohio all right dustin crumb for heisman yep uh final game we're gonna get into uh upset in the sec tennessee beating kentucky 45 42 i did not see this coming either (laughs) had 316 yards and four touchdowns tennessee hasn't been that good in years and it came out and beat (laughs) the 18th ranked team in the country and kentucky well, it could be a bit of a football and basketball school now. You know, but like here's here's my problem here with Tennessee. I mean, where was this when they played Old Miss? Yeah. Like, <laughs> like where where was all of this during the season? High scoring game too. Yeah. I was trying to watch this. Yeah. Yes. I feel bad more for the defensive coordinators who just realize, oh, we gave up all these points. Yeah, you <laughs> you're do. just sitting there and you're just like, wow. Alright, so we're gonna go through the rankings. We're gonna go through both the college football pl- playoffs and the ap so the college football playoffs they do them every tuesday so we're gonna have to wait 
for tomorrow. And, of course, the Sports Hut with Jake Matson and Ryan and Olivia. They'll break that down tomorrow on their show. So be sure to listen to them. They are 6.30 to 8.30. But the college football rankings have it as Georgia 1, Bama 2, Michigan State 3, Oregon 4, Ohio State 5, Cincinnati 6. That was from Tuesday. And the AP rankings came out yesterday. And they have Georgia 1, Cincinnati 2, Bama 3, Oklahoma 4, Oregon 5, Ohio State 6. I got. I really don't like the college football playoffs at all, and how they haven't set up anything. I really like how the APA rankings have it. It feels like it's more genuine, feels, yeah, it's it more, more authentic. Yeah, the yeah, college yeah. football playoffs, they literally just do it it's for TV ratings, it's, so it they can get. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of like a bowl game almost. That's what they're planning yeah. to get the best teams in, so they get the most rains and stuff. And uh, you know, bigger I programs. Don't even think it's the best teams. I just think it's the most nor- notoriety. Yeah, that's what teams. it is, and it makes. It's, it screws up the great thing about college football. I mean, see, that's what makes March. They need to have something like March Madness, like I've been yeah. saying. You like, know, that'd be so fun. What are you thinking? Like 18, 12 eight, teams? I would say eight to yeah. state, and then maybe they'll go to twelve. I mean, yeah. who knows well, how? I would, it'll work. I would agree with eight because I heard something somewhere where it would be like all the Power Five schools would get in, and then maybe like two extra from the Power Five, and then one like. Uh, I believe it's called Group Five, or yeah, like yeah, the Max of Group Five, the American Conference of Group Five, and so um, either way, it would be like Cincinnati comes in, or you could have. I mean, not necessarily now, but like last year, you could have had like Coastal Carolina, um, but I mean, overall, it's just more of an invitational that's not really you know fun because it's the same old teams even though i'm a buckeyes fan i mean like can i can we have like some more variety yes in here? Like, i know right really yeah. you're getting sick of zine bama ohio yeah. state clemson thank god they're not gonna make it at what point are other like colleges gonna stop caring too I well the other thing is you look at other like now like players are getting paid and so on yes. do you think it's gonna be more of like actually trying to win or I, more of like, let me try to get the most money out of going to this college I, and trying to get to that's the bowl game. I, but still, like, I feel like if they're not performing, if your team's not doing good, they're gonna like lose money the next yeah. year. So true, 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 true. So we're gonna have to go in the quick break as Maddie and I will do our NFL pick'em. Jake, you can chime along and make your we have some exciting for announcements Ex- about the pick'em too. Yeah, something exciting happened. So stick Stay with tuned. us here. Pass the Mike Sports Talk on BlackScoreRadio.com. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Pass the Mike Sports Talk here on BlackScoreRadio.com. Enzo Orlando, Maddie Hayes, and Jake Hahn in studio today. And Good to be here. Maddie, we got to get into our Week 10 NFL Pick'em. And ooh, the, you've kind of catched up a bit. This is the As exciting news, nine. everyone. All right, so you want to state uh, what our records are? So Enzo has 56-39. So he has 56 wins right now. Maddie Hayes has 58 wins. I have, but I have less How? losses. Okay, but, but I was losing by a lot. Yeah, you were. I made a you, big you, comeback. You made a big comeback, big ground. I was losing by like 10. <laughs> you were. She was getting down. So, and yeah. you know what's, and it, it's so funny because I think last week too, I feel like I made just crazy. You made some predictions that, you know. And I, this I, week I, at NFL I, was I crazy. Over, I overanalyzed. Yeah. That's the problem Don't root against the Browns, baby. All right. Besides all right. those four losses. Okay, I. That did go against the Browns last week, so that probably hurt me. Oh so, wow! I think so, it was. I was just in. A, I was just in a. I went against the Browns against the Cardinals, and I was right. To about be fair, that. we we come in on Mondays. We had no idea what was going on with Odell. Yeah, that like, whole Monday general, was weird. Though, last like, Monday you can't was weird. Just be like He's friends with Mason. Him. No, of course. <laughs> okay. All right. Good man. He's a good man. All right. All right, but hey, let's get into it. All right. 
Thursday night football, Ravens at Dolphins. I think this is going to be a great game by Lamar Jackson. Two years ago, he put up some insane stats throwing and rushing. Give me the Ravens in this one. Got to be the Ravens. Lamar Jackson is just... He, he's got to be the MVP, right, this season? He's got to be. He's, he's an MVP candidate, for sure. I hate sure. to admit it, but yeah. He's got to be. I, like, I got to go with the Ravens on this one, just yeah. to be really honest. Like, Tua is not showing up, and he's also injured. Yeah. And yes, and Jacoby is not, like, the guy that he was with the Colts or even the Patriots when he came in as a backup. Yeah, so. and, the, right. and the Dolphins logo is terrible. I like next. their old school one. But, For sure, old school one's but fine. But next, uh, Sunday, 1 p.m., Browns at Patriots. Give me the Browns going into New England and giving Bill Belichick a nice old Cleveland hammer. I think the Browns are going to pick up exactly where we left off. I think we're going to be dominant I think we game. will be dominant, and it's it's tough playing New England. Their fans, the Boston fans in general, are just tough to go against. Whatever. And it's New England, but hey, the Browns are going to Give me show the Browns us. on yeah. this one. Gotta be. But, but, oh. but I'm going to say... By less than six points, I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say they're gonna win by like seven. fourteen, six, even with Baker having a chip on his shoulder, figuratively and literally. <laughs> I mean, defense really gonna That's have to be a big one. help, and I think defense can stop Mac Jones. Well, I think our secondary Woods might to do really good. show that last week wasn't a fluke All defensively. Right. All right, next game: Falcons at Cowboys. Falcons. <laughs> Beat the Saints, but the Saints don't have Jameis Winston. And Cowboys so. lost. And the Cowboys lost to the, the Broncos. The Dak Prescott. All right, we're going to have to play the famous hockey. All right, we're going to go with the Dallas what Cowboys. Was that? Are the Broncos good? Uh, I think they're still like just nope. Teddy, they're Is frauds. Teddy Bridgewater the MVP Are you of the no. league? Giving Broncos fans hope? I, I am. Hope no, not. no, no. Sh- Penny, come on. Come on. You forgot <laughs> what like, John Elway did like to our parents. like you're embarrassing us. You forgot what John Elway did to our parents. Okay, no. Cowboys all the way. Yeah, come Cowboys. On. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, Feed Zeke, baby. Yeah. All right, next. Saints at Titans. Saints coming off a win. Titans coming off a win. Still no Derrick Henry. No Jameis Winston. But give me the Titans. I trust yeah. Ryan, Ryan yeah, Tannehill. That team is literally, in my opinion, even though they might not look like a uh, team that's well built right now, they are playing like a real football team in a family. Yeah. Give me the Titans. Titans. All right, next game. Jaguars. I, I went at- Titans too, but it was one. Yeah, Titans. <laughs> All right, Jaguars at Colts. Colts coming off a big Thursday night football win. They got a lot of time to rest. I think Carson Wentz is going to look good. Give me the Colts in this one. Maddie's going with the Jags, oh, baby. Really? Jags? I'm mm. telling you. I'm going with mm. you. I think so. I think that they're going to keep this momentum. I'm going with the Jags. I'm rooting for Urban Meyer, and I also think that there's the Colts. I mean, I don't know what's going on with the Colts right I'm now. I'm not impressed with the Colts. I mean, I'm not impressed, but I just think they're a much better team than the Jaguars. Oh, by far, but I think... <laughs> yeah. Jonathan Taylor's having a good year. I think year. that, like... It could be like the 1980 Miracle Team right now. They could just start winning games. If it would be with anyone, it would be Urban Meyer and Trevor Lawrence. Those would be the guys it happened to. All right. Uh, Next game, Bills at Jets. I mean, Bills coming off an embarrassing loss to the Jaguars. Jets don't have Zach Wilson or Mike White. So their quarterback situation is, of course, a mess. So... Bills gonna really just blow. Yeah, up the no Jets way, no way the Bills are Bounce gonna lose. Game by Josh no Allen. way the Bills are gonna lose so, yeah. again. Yes. I know they're embarrassed after yeah. last game, and they're gonna come out. They're yeah. gonna come out firing. Yeah. Uh, I'll give me the Bills by like yeah. twenty. All right, 30. next Lions 40. at Steelers. <laughs> ah, I mean Lions. They had a bye last week. Steelers got the game again against the Bears in Monday Night Football. So you gotta see how they do against Chicago's defense. I mean. 
you think the Lions have a chance? Or you going Lions? Dan Campbell's kneecaps in this one. I'm going with the Lions. You guys, are, hey. you guys think the no, Lions I first win against the Steelers? I didn't say. I, so, I didn't but, say like, yet. It could what, happen. Here's what I'm thinking, fellas. <laughs> like, we can look at the like Steelers right now, and if they okay, let's say they win this game, they could just kind of go into it like, yeah, it's an 0-8 team. But I feel like Dan Campbell is gonna have some tricks up his sleeve. And Jared Goff's going to actually play at least one good game this year, and I think it's going to be that yeah. one. I hope so. I, hope. I never root for the Steelers, but I actually do have the Steelers to win today. I wow. just feel like the Lions are – I know. I hate yeah. I hate saying it. But I think the Steelers are too established of a team. I think they're going to win. I, think, I don't think the Lions are going to be their first one. I think the Steelers will win uh, this game against Lions because I just think their defense is they'll just going to dominate. Though. I think they'll be by like the, the four points. The defense is just the reason why they just well, stay the way they are. Shout out to my Detroit so. brethren. Go Lions. All right. Next, Buccaneers at Washington. Give me the Buccaneers. Gotta Washington be the Bucks. is just a disaster. Whoa, whoa, whoa. All right. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Did <laughs> you not see that playoff game last year? Just because Taylor Heineke did well against the Buccaneers. What's your take, Jake? No, well, here's, here's what I'm thinking, all right? Like, are we going to see a Tom Brady, right, that's going to do really good? Yes. Yes. I, yes. Nah, yeah. Yes. No, no. <laughs> yes, we will. Does Antonio it Brown just might be, be bad. Because I'm a, like a Michigan hater, but I, I you know, I, mm. I just, I'm not, I'm not with mm. Tom Brady. Oh. You know, he's In an life? old man. He got, I mean, I got hips. And Come on. Like a Forty-eight year old, but like, you Come know. Come on. Save that hate for Big Ben. Tom Brady's. Tom Brady's. Tom Brady. Tom Brady's the goat. He's the goat. Tom Brady's the goat. He's the goat. I'm sorry, but. All right. Next game, Sunday, 4 p.m. Panthers at Cardinals. Oh. Sam Darnold's terrible. Give me the Cardinals. Even without Kyler Murray, they're doing well. They're doing well with Colt McCoy. Shout out to Browns old, old teams. Old Browns quarterbacks doing well. Colt McCoy is one of them. He's been doing well as a backup. Made Missy a lot Colt. of good money as an NFL backup. So, yeah, good for Colt. Give me Colt McCoy. I love Give that, the, dude. Are you going Cardinals, man? I'm going Cardinals. Yeah. All right. Next 4 p.m. game, Vikings at Chargers. Uh, the Vikings have been the Vikings. Mike Zimmer's not a good coach. Justin just, Herbert is so amazing. Give me the Chargers. Gotta be the Chargers. Yeah, gotta be the Chargers. I, I, well, yeah, Chargers. And, I mean, Kirk Cousins is just Kirk Cousining. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. Uh, next, Eagles at Broncos. This is going to be an Teddy Bridgewater. One. The Broncos Give defense I'm liking. <laughs> Broncos, Give man. Give me the Broncos. Broncos. Give me the Broncos. Teddy Bridgewater is the new MVP. It's, at, it's, it's in Denver, so there's an advantage right there for the Broncos. You know I love Jalen Hurts. No. I, you know, I, I gotta go Eagles on this right. one. I, Eagles okay. as well. What, I think that. No, nah, it was no, always yeah. Eagles. I was just pulling your guys' legs. Oh, the Broncos. okay. Pulling All right. Pulling your legs. So the Broncos leg suck. Come on. Yeah, no, I just think because it's in mile high and the Eagles are not used to being Well, I just think there. that the Broncos are just going to no. come, like, not come All right. out. I think the All Eagles. Right. This is going to be an interesting better. game. Seahawks at Packers. Will Aaron Rodgers play? Who knows? If he is Russell play, Wilson back? Who knows? Who knows if they get Odell? Okay. I don't know what's. This is, I don't know about. Why are this we game. talking about Odell again? Can we just put that in the past? All like, right. all right. He's that one ex girlfriend. You just never want to talk all to right. him again. Um, <laughs> hopefully, Aaron Rodgers is back because I need him in fantasy. Just yeah, give he's me the my Packers. fantasy QB. Oh, give me the Packers. You know, I remember back in my fantasy day, and this is quite like what you're saying. I. Hate when players go down with an injury, yeah, or in this case, COVID. Um, yeah. So, if Aaron Rodgers plays, though, I'm gonna say Packers win. But if he doesn't win or doesn't play, we're gonna. I'm expecting Rodgers to play. So the thing is, I think I want the Seahawks to win because I don't know. 
Aaron Rodgers irks me. <laughs> Even right, my fantasy. So you're going Seahawks? No, I'm going Packers. I think uh, I think he's going to come out with a chip on his shoulder. All right, all right. Discount, double check. Okay, all right. Oh, Last game, this is Sunday Night Football. Chiefs at Raiders. What's going to happen in this game? I Chiefs have been questionable. The Raiders are too. I, I don't it's like be a bizarre Mahomes. game. Give me the Raiders. I, I I might go with the Raiders too. I, it's hard to go see, against my home. I think Enzo is kind of getting my vibe here. A lot of All people right. don't like my vibe, but saying that Pat Mahomes. Is no, I'm going Raiders as well. All Thank right. you. They're just more solid right now. The All Chiefs right. are. Pff, what's going on with them? Yeah. Raiders. All right. Wow. So that is our pick'em for Week Ten, and we now have to get into everyone's favorite part of the show, and that is. Come on. You can do it. Okay. Why is the Countdown. Hold on. All right. A little bit. The countdown music was still going on, but we got it. It's time for... What are you doing, Drunky? Drunky of the week. And there's a lot of good options for this. I mean, Maddie, you see it on the script here. I know. I like that. So I always forget to my Drunky. And yeah. I like how today, today Enzo so gave me some well, options. There were so many this whole week, <laughs> last week and weekend. No, I got mine. All I right, got Maddie, mine you go first. Gotta be Odell Beckham Jr. What? Nice one. Senior. Groupin senior as well. See, okay. Odell Beckham, he's watching that game and watching his old team going for, like, winning against Cincinnati 41-16. to 16. What the heck is going through his head, you know? It's it, got to be Odell. Yeah, you're right about that, but Odell's right, in his own. He's in yeah. his own world. It's just the whole well, situation for this week, he, right now, he looks like an idiot. Yeah. Right now, True. he looks hey, like the idiot. You're right. Shout out for the people. Please get help if you need mental help. <laughs> I think oh, yeah. Odell yeah. is just ego. Yeah. It's yeah. just like LeBron. Oh, I have LeBron as a potential drunkie because of him and bandwagoning and stuff. I mean, I listed oh, it off I earlier. I fans. LeBron, <sighs> I want, okay, this is like semi my drunkie, but he's not my full drunkie. What yet, are you doing, Because, look, you see LeBron freeing Odell and all that. And then he starts And then he's like, starting DPJ, to tweet out Brown, DPJ. Like, no. Then he's like, Oh, Ricky Rubio going insane. Are you going to come back to the Cavs, Ron? I doubt no, it. You're enjoying no. your life in young L.A. Talk about team. And then there's other teams. <laughs> He's like, this is the Ravens game back on September 13th. Lamar, wow, pocket present, footworker on an elite play. Lamar said, that's all me. And then there's another. He's got watching the Rams. I love watching Jalen Ramsey so much. Dude, Travis Kelsey's the beast, flat out dog. I mean, Russ to DK. I, I saw him like admiring players, mind. but like we yeah. also gotta put like, out there that like the Lakers aren't doing great. <laughs> yeah, well, also the Lake. Yeah, the Lakers. You gotta focus on his own team, to be honest. Yeah. How are the Cavs a better team right now than the Lakers? I have no idea. Like, and the Lakers got egos Russ. destroy a team. Yeah. Personalities. LeBron. Like, yeah. What, what did Kevin Stefanski say? He was like, "You're like," it was like something along with like. Your work is required, but personality is like welcome or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Like All right, but got another uh, drunkie to go to. What are you doing, uh, drunkie? Henry Ruggs. Oh, I don't I, know if he should make that a drunkie. He, dude. he was. Uh, le- he was legit drunk. Uh, well, yeah, I don't want to make that into like is, any kind of joke. That though. guy screwed up no, his life. He is never playing a down. He in the killed NFL. someone. We're not going to yeah, make that a drunkie. Joke. That's a drunkie. He screwed up. He screwed up. All right, he's never playing the NFL again. Guy's a total idiot. Yeah, never playing the NFL crazy. again. He's going to go to jail. Yeah. He's going to jail. I, yeah, he's like, done, his, his, yeah, he, he screwed up his career. He killed somebody, my man. That's a drunkie. <laughs> he's uh, drunk, literally. Okay. So okay, that's, that's Enzo Orlando's take yeah, only. That is not yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. It's a fact. I may be new on this thing, but uh, that's, <laughs> I don't condone whatever he I, said. No, no, you should never condone. Especially <laughs> in the NFL, you got 
personnel guys that can drive you and pick you up. I just don't like, same thing with, I feel like a lot of celebrities think they're above the the rules or the law. Same thing, like, same thing with Aaron Rodgers, thinking, like, you don't want to get vaccinated, okay. That's that's a choice, vaccination. That's fine. Driving is not. Well, that's fine if you don't want to get vaccinated. Follow the rules, though. He's not following COVID, which is like. The NFL, you don't have to be vaccinated. It's just like, follow the rules. You know, it's not, you're not above what everyone else is doing. You know, if everyone else is doing this, you do that, too. Yeah. You're not above that. Yeah. Yeah. We'll just go with that. I yeah, thanks, Jake. <laughs> Alright, one more drunkie. What are you doing, drunkie? The University of Akron football program because they <laughs> the fired program. their head coach, Tom Arth, and oh boy, that it's gonna be a blowout against uh, Kent Sale. We're having that. a BSR meeting after this and watching everyone walk by the like, the, the window. We're just... all going to I I don't know if this is gonna happen, but one of them might get a Punch they're no, all just having their little moment walking by and looking at us. They're all coming around here. I just I'm love like, watching it. It's like they're it's like their own yeah. walk up. Yeah, <laughs> and they're all wearing different gear from either local or even like, like they're like sports. Kent, and they're not. Like, <laughs> Everyone has a different jersey on Kent right now. I mean, support Kent, not Michigan or Ohio State. They're, they're just making or... you know that's the part of going to radio. Everyone's got opinions. Yeah, yeah. everyone does. Yeah. that's the good thing about it. So, uh, guys, thank you for making us the number one uh, most listened to sports sports show. Okay, we in want, Ohio. We want the thank sports you so shows much. Up to top three, all right? Because yeah. sports huts on tomorrow. Great show with Jake Matson and Ryan mm-hmm. and Olivia. And then I'm trying to think of the other sports show. Uh, Victory Formation. Victory Formation on Wednesday. I think that's it. Wow. That's Man, it? Th- wow, what but a small you, sports show. But we got a large want department. Me on, tell them. All right. We're going to tell that because, Jake, you did a fantastic Jake, they, this job. This is Jake's round first time on radio. First time on radio. Good job, Come Jake. Round of applause. You're good. You're Thank good. You. did a good job. The young one. So we're going to have to close it out a bit early, folks. But, hey, have a great week, everyone. Go Browns. Go Cavs. Go Flashes. We'll see you for another Victory have Monday. Have a fun weekend. Have a great we'll- night. See ya, Travis Kelsey. Take, take us, us out. out. I learned one thing since I've been here. You gotta fight for your.